Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to the next edition of the UFC podcast presented to you by the Line Movers Network. Following up last week's amazing card with me here, Scott Kephart, our UFC expert here. And just a couple highlights from last week, looking at pay-per-view of UFC 269. A couple major upsets, great fight night, one of the best fight cards that we've had all year. Scott's giving you out winners left and right, prop bets winner left and right. Highlighted by Kai Kara France with a first round knockout at nearly seven to one. Sean O'Malley first round TKO. We got Andre Nuno's first round sub. Charles Oliveira in the main event by sub. I mean, just an incredible night. Winners up and down the card. Great card. We're going to follow up with the last card of the calendar year of 2021. So we got a very nice card actually coming in this week, and we're looking at we're going to roll through these fights. Give you, give you some thoughts, give you some maybe in-play thoughts. Also got some thoughts with some methods of victory, which are ways to get some big minus numbers into some plus areas, give you a chance to win a little bit extra, save a little bit on the juice if we can. So, Scott, let's take away any takeaways from last week's big pay-per-view event. Well, it, it lived up to everything we thought it would be, right? It's yeah. uh, one hell of a card. And uh, we got rolling pretty early there with a seven to one uh, first round. Uh, was that knockout? I'm yeah, that was a knockout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it just kept going and going. And we had to sweat a few out, but we got by them. And uh, you know, the bottom line, our 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 mission is to make money for everyone, and it doesn't hurt when I make it too. You know, and so so it was it was a fun night. You know, I sat back and. Rather brusky, and uh, we uh, we profited, and that's what we like. You know, we're help we're helping people, helping ourselves. We're all winners. You know, that's it right there. So let's follow it up. It's a big fight night coming in. Last one that we get to enjoy for a couple of weeks before we turn the year. Uh, starting now, so this will be in Vegas, and now we're back to the smaller the smaller ring, the controlled the controlled arena. Here we got Jordan Levitt taking on Matt Sales. What are we looking at here? Well. Uh, Let's, let's go with uh, Jordan Levitz. He's a wrestler. Um, he's going up against Sales. He's pretty solid uh, standing game. I saw. I always lean towards the uh, the Monkey King here, Jordan Levitt. Uh, and I'm going I'm going to roll the dice here with the submission by Levitz plus one seventy five. Yeah, so that's the way you take Levitt at minus one twenty five. Take my sub. So that's definitely the preferred method to one mm-hmm. plus one seventy five. There, Levitt by sub. Next fight up. We got Dante Mays taking on John Parisian. What do we see here? All right. Parisian plus 165, and we got Mays minus 200. He's a, Mays is kind of a scrappy, hard-hitting dude. He's a, he has a two-inch reach advantage. That's going to matter. Um, and I think Mays is probably going to knock him out. So that's plus 140. Uh, more than likely, it's going to happen in the first round. That's plus 180. So the fight will end in the first round, plus 180. And, of course, jump on uh, the fight. will not get to the distance, minus 150. Yeah, and that over-under set at 2.5, probably go over on that look as well. 
but they're looking for Mays to get a knockout here, ho- hopefully in the first round. A couple yeah. bets there, so Mays by KO, Mays in the, Mays in the first round, and then not go the distance. Yep. Next that's up, we got usually happens with these uh, heavyweights, so yeah, that's what I think. Go ahead. Got a heavyweight in the main card, a heavyweight in the undercard here. So we got next fight up, Raquel Pennington taking on Macy Chieson. So ladies taking taking the uh, octagon here. What we see, uh, Pennington's minus one sixty five favorite. Well, well, there's a couple things I, I, I dove into this fight. Um, Chase on, she's a one, plus one fifty five, and she's actually five foot eleven. I mean, for one forty five, that's rather tall. Her reach is seventy two inches compared to sixty seven and a half for uh, Rocky Pendleton. I'm going to have to go with the upset here, man. Let's let's grab the decision by Cheshawn. And uh, I believe it's plus 155. And, uh, and uh, I'm feeling pretty, pretty strong about it. She's ranked number 12. Uh, Dependence in seven, but I think she's climbing the charts. She fights out of Dallas. She's strong. Yeah, it could be a little repeat of what we saw last week on the undercard in the, in the women's division. We saw Pennington was a name, uh, well-known fighter in the UFC. You know, uh, Early on in the card, maybe going up against another young up and Carmen. We saw in Blanchfield last week come up. Maybe Macy Chase on in that same boat. Over under minus two, over two and a half, minus 290. So you definitely want to go to the decision here, which what a lot of the women's fights end up anyway. So we got Chase on upset. First upset of the card here by decision. And next mm-hmm. up, we got Charles Jordan to get Andre Yule. Jordan minus 190. What are we thinking here? Well, I mean, Jordan, he's a great kickboxer, um, great range. He has the size. He has the power. Uh, I, I think uh, Andre Ewan is uh, he well. He's 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 probably fighting off a little bit too much here. I'm looking for probably a second round knockout. Let's so let's go with the Jordan the knockout plus one eighty, and uh, Jordan with knockout in the second round plus seven hundred. So hopefully we can land that one. That's well, a nice seven, way to land. Seven to one in there. Jordan taking the second round knockout. All right, moving along here, going back to the women. You got Sarah Eubanks taking on Melissa Gatto. Eubanks coming in as the favorite, minus 165. Gatto coming back plus 145. What do you think here? Well, people like like this Gatto girl. She's pretty. She's young. She's inexperienced. She's 7-0-2. Um, she's going up against uh, the pretty – Preseason the Eubanks, and she's a Eubanks. She's a grappler. She's strong as heck. She's a black belt in, in jujitsu. Uh, I, I love the I love the go with Gatto, but I, I, I think the experience of Eubanks is stronger. So the Eubanks by decision uh, plus one fifty. Eubanks by decision again. One of these one fights the over under is heavily juiced. The over um, you're looking at. Uh, pull that up. We're looking at minus 200, go over two and a half. So figuring the decision. So you, instead of picking a side, pick a side of the method, save a little bit of juice there at the end. And something, if you're watching that fight, if, if you see one fighter getting more overwhelmed, you can kind of play off that with a live betting. We'll talk about that in a second, a little bit of live betting um, mm-hmm. strategy there. All right, moving along, still in the prelim card. A couple more fights left on this prelim card. Justin Taffa, minus 335, big favorite over Harry Hunsnick, Hunsucker. What are we thinking here? Well, I mean, so we're staring down heavyweights here. He's heavily juiced at minus 350. Uh, Taffa is a, a southpaw. He's going to be thrown off uh, 
uh, hunt sucker a little bit. Uh, even though hunt sucker obviously has power on himself, so th this fight isn't going uh, very long. Uh, first round knockout again. It's heavyweights minus one thirty five, and uh, you know th there's no money but betting Taff at minus three fifty. So you might as well look for the, the knockout. Um, let's do the, do the first round knockout. And, and it, either way, I mean, someone's going to land one. So instead of just jumping on Taffa, let's just jump on both of them. Round one knockout, minus 135. Yeah, and you're looking at at uh, over under under one and a half, choose to minus 195. So the odd makers are telling you it's going to end in the first round. Everybody yeah. usually do that early anyway. Taffa, bring it down. First round knockout minus one thirty five. Save the juice a little bit there. All right, moving along. Another big favorite here, Ronnie Barcello's minus three thirty five taking on Victor Henry. What do we think here? Well, the only way we can really go about this, uh, Barcello's. You know, he he looks great. He, he loves his hooks. He loves his low kicks. Um, he's fast as heck. Um, I got a feeling this is going to get a distance because Henry's never been finished before. So let's let's actually uh, go with this fight going to distance. Uh, but a good way to probably make some money on this fight is let's parlay Parcellos, uh, and we'll we'll get a nice parlay running for us. Yeah, so we'll start. We had a little chalky card here. We're going to build a little bit to parlay. Maybe we could round robin it a little bit with some of these bigger favors that we like. Um, no look on that, you know, Henry's never been finished. As Scott just said over two and a half rounds, instead of minus one Oh five right now on DraftKings. So you could look at that, maybe looking at it over if we're looking at decision in there as well. Exactly. All right. So last final event on the prelim card here on Saturday night at Dustin Stolfis taking on Gerald Mearshart. Mearshart coming in minus two twenty five. What do we think is going to happen here? Well, GM three, he's at it again. He is the submission artist. Uh, you got to love this guy. He's he's a fighter's favorite. He's a fan favorite. Uh, he's been knocked out twice, but so what? I mean, what's his record here? 33 and 14. I mean, out of, I, I take it knocked out two times with, with that record. Um, if you can find uh, the submission with Mearshaw, go for it. He's probably going to submit it in the second round. Uh, that's probably your best bet. Let's throw that in on the parlay also. I saw on BetMGM, they actually didn't have the submission for uh, Gerald. We, we got him by sub at plus 130, I see right here on DraftKings, plus 130. Well, that'd be great. Jump on DraftKings and, and jump on that submission. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I'm sure he's around 80 to 85% of finishes by submission. Yeah, plus 130 is not a huge number. You know, when you get to minus 225, Fighter is definitely leaning towards ending by sub there. Um, I'm going to throw him on the, on the little parlay that we have building up here at minus 225. I'm going to move on to the main card here. Just before a little, little pause, just thoughts. If you're watching these fights, and these are three-round fights except for the main event, and that means to win a decision, you got to win two out of the three rounds. Now, what you want to look for typically in the first round is, is things can change. So if you see an underdog or see a fighter expend a lot of energy, go above and beyond and not able to finish the fight, like looking for a sub, looking for a knockout and not able to get it done. They're going to become a big favorite in play because they're going to win that round. And then you might want to look to the other side when, when the opponent gets a chance to reset, especially if it's a favorite who gets a chance to reset. Um, you know, usually they could take control 
and and kind of especially you, you know if you if you see you look, look at their style um happened a lot last week were you able to get okay a first round performance not be able to back up because some people just don't have the legs the distance if they expend everything in the first round it's really hard to come back so live in play looks especially when a fighter those lines move you got to be on top of them but they will move and if you see think a fighter just went above and beyond in that first round look the other way at a nice plus number because you will get value and that fighter might just take control when two out of three rounds and it could be unanimous decision that way it, you know, the, way, the way I look at a lot of these fights, you know, they don't post up numbers. It's not a football game. So you, you're going to have to analyze the fight and say, you know what? He won that fight. You know, he, he won that round 10-9. He won that round 10-8. You know, how, how's it going? Go with your gut feeling. And, and if you can get some value in that in-game um, prop market and, and win some money that way, I mean, that's the way to go in some of these tight fights. So like this one coming up. Yeah, so we're, we're leading into the Cub Swanson against Darren Elkins. Swanson coming in minus 190. So what are we thinking here? Well, I, I've been going back and forth. I mean, these are two seasoned professionals here. You know, Elkins won his last two. Uh, Swan has been he, – he has a rejuvenation lately. I mean, he's, what, 38 years old, and Elkins is 37. Uh, two, two guys that have uh, really been through it. Uh, we got – you know, Swanson is more of an aggressive uh, guy. He has great footwork. He's uh, he's not afraid to exchange. On the other side, Elkins likes to counterpunch. So it's going to be a lot of strategy going on here. I I think with the experience of both of these guys, I I believe a a decision minus one third is probably the best bet going on here. Yeah, definitely one of those fights, too, that could go back and forth, look for a live spot, you know, with your eyes, see who's one of the round. Odds will tell you who they think as well. And then moving along, we got Teos Gamrot taking on Carlos Diego Ferreira. And looking into this fight, Gamrot minus 180 favorite for coming back at plus 155. What do you think here? Well, this this guy, you don't want to miss this, pal. Gamrot is one of the strongest up-and-comers in the UFC. He's 19-1, fresh out of Poland, uh, in his prime. He's 31 years old. Uh, probably should be 20 now. Um, he, he's a wrestler. He's strong as heck. He punches like no one's business. Um, up against Diego, he's more of a counter-puncher. Uh, the way I, I see this... I see a, a knockout. Uh, I'll grab it for plus 300 on Gamrot. And, of course, when you're knocked out, you can't finish the fight. That's, that's plus 105. So even though these guys are a little lighter weight, weight here, 155, being lightweights, uh, Gamrot is going to show show off his skills and get a knockout and finish the year off right. So ending inside the distance, won't go the distance. Gamrot by knockout. Get some nice plus numbers there. All right, we got Rafael Asensio taking on Ricky Simone. What were you thinking here? Well, I got Simone um, plus one ten on decision, a bit of distance minus one fifty. Um, he's a wrestler again, you know. Uh, he, he controls the guys. He just takes them down and rides them out. Uh, he's strong as heck. Uh, you can see by his build, he's this he's this rock hard one hundred thirty five pounder. 
Um, and then, you know, Rafael Asensio, he's been knocked out by uh, Cody Garbrandt. Uh, and as we saw last Saturday night, uh, Cody Rhodes doesn't have too much to juice in the, in the tank lately. So, Ricky all day long here. Uh, might be a good good person to throw in that parlay also. All right. So, another building that with a couple uh, 200, 300 favorites, trying to build a little, get a little plus money going on there. And another one of those, looking at that, Amanda Lemos taking on Angela Hill. Angela Hill has been a couple big fights recently, not showing up too great. Lemos coming back at minus 310. What do we think here? Well, here we go. We got uh, Lemos. She's fast. She has fast hands. She's a striker. She's strong. She's quick. Uh, 10-1. She's out of uh, Brazil. And we all we all know about uh, Angela. She's been around a long time. She's 13-10. She's right now in New York. She's all. She's a big New Yorker. Uh, I just think the age difference is big. Uh, you know, I, it, it just seems like Angela being in a lot of these fights. She seems she's uh, more more on the, the downside than Lemos uh, being thirty six. So I get Lemos by knockout. And that's plus three hundred. So that's pretty strong. And of course, I look at the distance. That's plus one forty. Yeah, you usually don't see a lot of these women fights ending inside the distance, but Angela Hill's certainly taken a shot or two this year. Uh, maybe looking on the downside, still a big name, still will draw a crowd, draw some interest. Mm-hmm. Just why she's in this main card here to end out the year. All right, second to last fight, Stephen Thompson, minus 220 favorite over Bilal Muhammad. Muhammad, one of the local guy for me, trains out of Chicago, had a really good year this year, a couple uh, build up, resume building fights, but taking on a tough challenge here in Stephen Thompson. Uh, what we see here? Well, the Wonder Boy, you better be careful here. Uh, you know, Mohammed's no joke. He's only he's, he's a, that showed an alliance minus two two twenty five for Wonder Boy, plus one eighty for uh, Muhammad. Um, and anything that we all seen Wonder Boy, he's a fantastic uh, uh, kickboxer out of Simpsonville, South Carolina over there. Uh, great low kicks, high kicks. He's just uh, fun to watch. Uh, he likes keeping the distance. He's going to keep him at bay. Uh, I don't see too much power Muhammad has to actually take out Wonderboy. So I just think uh, Wonderboy probably just gets a decision here. Uh, it's just plus 100, but it's a win's a win. Even though Muhammad, he's won four out of his last five. Um, so you better be careful. But I still have got to lean towards Wonderboy. Yeah, and with Muhammad, you're always going to look for something uh, by decision. It's going to be a struggle for him as he, as he fights better fighters without power finishing ability because he's going to have to just improve that. Um, but you definitely think decision with Muhammad fight and uh, taking down a minus 20 favorite to an even money decision is probably a safe bet there. And then main event, heavyweights, big boys coming in to close out the year. Derek Lewis off a very tough pay-per-view title fight. Um Going against Chris Dalkus. Dalkus coming in minus 140. Lewis at plus 120. Big boys coming at it. Derek Lewis can end a fight at any punch. We all know that. Uh, struggled against uh, Cyril Gagan last time out that we saw him in his hometown. Um, kind of an even fight here. Think Derek Lewis have a bounce back here? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's tough fighting the gun, I can tell you that. That, that guy is unbelievable. Um, we, we, we love Derek in his one punch. 
he could be he could be uh, sweating up a storm for two rounds, three rounds, and next thing you know, wham, he, he was knocks someone out cold with one punch, like they're saying. Um, up against the cop, uh, fresh out of Philadelphia, I believe he's still working being a cop. Um, he's gonna if he, he wins this fight against Derek Lewis, he's gonna have to hang up on cuffs. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, he's been a cop since 2010. He's a, a, a BJJ um, uh, black belt. You know, he's really on the rise. I mean, he's 12 and three. Uh, he has he's pretty well rounded, also. But um, I got to lean towards the the uh, Donkus. And, a, and, and the thing is, with Lewis, he's always he, – he hates going to these fourth and fifth rounds. Uh, he's always saying, why, Dana, are you lining me up on these fights? He, you know, I hate them. Just give me three rounders all day long. So he's going to make it happen, win or lose, within the first three rounds. So I, I actually have Dacus winning, minus 140. And I think he's probably going to get a knockout, um, plus 120. And of course, that this fight isn't going to go the distance either. So I, I would probably say it probably ends if you can get the fight will end in the third round. You might get some really strong money coming back. This fight in the third round, looking for a little slower start. Yeah, Lewis definitely not thinking about the fourth or fifth rounds, but he definitely draws a crowd. He's a fan favorite. Oh yeah, he's going to be a main draw fighter. He's heavyweight, so you don't expect it to go past three anyway. Um, Derek Lewis is a guy who will not throw one punch. For a round, oh yeah, and he's yeah, still alive to win. He's awesome. He's still alive to win. So you just got to keep that in the back of your head. Doc is probably a superior fighter, superior technician. Minus one forty, taking down to plus one twenty inside the distance. And then we had roll out and out the year strong in two thousand twenty one with some great UFC action. MMA is picking up. UFC is definitely picking up as one of the sports in the rise. Look for action every week. We'll be with you. We got you covered every week. Scott Kepart here with Ian Robbins. Your last final UFC breakdown of 2021, a couple of weeks off, then we'll be back at it in 2022. Setting card ahead. Hey, hey, let's, I got an extra shirt lying around here. You know, if you guys go, go to our Twitter account uh, and subscribe, um, let's, let's, I'm going to throw a, throw a shirt on it, mail one out to someone who ever predicts his last fight, wet round, and um, by, by TKA submission or decision. All right, so you yeah, go. go predict predict the main event. Derek Lewis, Chris Dalkus, predict that fight. What you think? How and by what round? Scott, I'll send you out a shirt. Can't beat that. Sounds good. All right, everyone. Good luck. Best of luck. Enjoy. Happy New Year, and we'll see you back in a couple weeks. All right, guys. Let's make some money. Have a great weekend. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.